Hi everyone and welcome to episode 224 of the Mighty Whites podcast. I'm Jack, as always, joined by KC. Yeah. Um, Connie is meant to be here and will be here shortly by the looks of the messages. But uh, it was much easier for me to just start this now while he spends a few minutes trying to get StreamYard to work at his end because it's being a bit weird. Um, this is our... Old man see- shouts at technology. Yeah. Uh, this is our season predictions podcast. Obviously, we are cutting it incredibly fine with the first game being in about an hour and a half. But Casey got back off holiday this morning. So there wasn't really a great deal we could do about it. Um, to cover last season, uh, Casey, have you any idea what the scores were from last season? No. Cool. I, I, think, I, might, I, well, I think I was just about winning. But that was obviously before all the end of season stuff. Yeah. Um, well, I the points thing for the matches, like I ended up edging out, but you won the bets by a mile mm. with a 200 quid victory of minus 75 to minus 275. On a this is why I don't gamble, yeah. Which, by the way, we've been in that off this year, too many games this year. Uh, all, but we'll come to that when it happens. Uh, in the end, the same thing happened that has happened in previous years. By the end, I've run away with it, 140 to 76, because the pre-season predictions went way in my favour. I um, I don't know what it is. There isn't any embarrassing ones this year. We there was only one, There was no minus tens. Three we both came bloody close because we both had Fulham getting relegated. But they came 10th and neither of us had him in 20th. Fair. So we, we, we just got away with it. Um, interesting things that were just quite... Fun. I had Roma for Europa League and Fiorentina for Conference League and they both got beaten in the final. Uh, I had Man City winning the Champions League, but I have that every year. Um Somehow, KC didn't go for Erling Haaland to be top scorer. He went for Mo Salah. Yeah, I'm just looking at this now. Um, just some some of my highlights here. Uh, Mason Mount for assists. Uh, yes, you did have Mason Mount for assists. I had Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think the, the winner was Kevin De Bruyne, but second was Leandro Trossard, which I don't think I'd realised. Yeah, nice, uh, nice tally combined with uh, Brighton and Arsenal. On the, Leeds predi- on the specifically Leeds predictions... Like we were just awful. We had, we both thought Marsh should last the season. He didn't. I mean, I got the first that we would make a January first team signing, which you didn't think we would, but that isn't hardly an achievement. On the goal stuff, where you know you get five <laughs> if you head on, two if you're within one. Uh, you were within one. You were within one on. Um, no, I was within one on Harrison, and that's the only point either of us got. Um, no one made an international cap, so we were a bit unlucky on that. Uh, Matteo Joseph was actually the first under 21. Well, other than Nonto, but we hadn't signed him at the time, so I don't count him. Our best <laughs> one, and definitely, definitely our standout predictions of the year, are our picks for player of the season, of which I don't believe we actually gave one out. No, we didn't, did we? Do you remember who your pick was for player of the I, year? I, I'm looking at his name right now. Fucking uh, yeah. Brendan Aronson. Brendan Aronson, which was a pretty bad pick. Uh again, I'm 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 
assuming this was done after that final preseason friendly where I looked at Christensen and Aronson and went, God, our right-hand side is going to be fantastic this season. Yeah. Now we need to argue about whose pick was worse because I picked Matt Locker. Like, I don't think they're holding it. (laughs) I think Brendan Aronson tried harder. Yeah. That's, that's all I can give him. Uh, the only one of the only good things, uh, most assists, KC ten points. Jack Harrison. Uh, there were brilliant, and then there, there really wasn't anything else of particular interest. We did put throw in notable mad predictions for this year. In the end, I went for AEW running an angle at halftime of a home match. And I have a weird feeling with a show at Wembley coming up on the 27th of August, that might happen in like the next two weeks. <laughs> but that's what I went for. You had Fulham not to win an away game all season. Well, the one at Ellen Road. Solid season that Fulham had. Yeah. The closest one was I did, and I made a note of it, My one of the predictions I nearly went for. The two that I wrote down that I ended up not picking was Harland will get six in a game, and I believe he did get five. I mean, and I... I've gotten really out there this year. Yeah, and I had Cristiano Ronaldo join Newcastle in January. And he did go to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> he went to the same ownership group. So, you know, I wasn't a million miles off. Um, Yeah, well, we may as well just get into the bits of news since the last podcast, while Connie still tries to get things to work. Um, confirmed since the last podcast, even though we knew it was happening, Carl Darlow's signed. Three-year deal around about 400 grand, which, although I've never been a huge fan of Carl Darlow, that is pretty cheap, to be fair. Yeah. He he is here. That is... That's as exciting as that gets, I suppose. Um, Obviously, we still have a month to go, but there's not still not been a whole lot about Melier moving on. He's still featured for the most part, through the summer. Um, you know, I, th- I think it's getting to the stage with him now where if if the money is right, then it probably makes sense to sell him because I, I remember reading about um, Tyler Adams potentially having a, about a £20 million release clause and, and people kind of saying, well, at this point, with the amount of investment we've had, it might be worth cutting one of those players loose getting the money and reinvesting it in three players yeah uh, you do wonder how much like how much the bids would be because as soon as we signed Dallo, i am now working under the assumption that leads are trying to sell melier i don't know just, um, the, the only reason i don't think that is for one he does not play a lot of football and two I know it's the championship, but if you get if you're gonna sell a goal, if you you're gonna sell a goalkeeper who, all right for us, has not been good for the last couple of years, but still has a lot of potential to replace them with someone for four hundred grand does not strike confidence in me. Yeah, it sounds like one of the reasons it's cheap is because you know normally the fee covers the contract. Hmm. And like pays it up and then it's stuff on top. And I think that we might be like slow paying the contract off with it. Yeah. So I don't I don't think it's quite as simple as 400 grand, but 
Yeah, it sounds like it. Um, Max Verber has taken Liam Cooper's words to heart. If you don't want to be here, then fuck off. And off he has fucked to Borussia <laughs> Munching Glad back on loan for the season. Yes, because uh, there, there is historically there has never been an Austrian playing in the championship who has represented his national team at a at a major tournament. Um, but uh, yeah, he's 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 gone, and we'll speak highly of of Mönchengladbach and never speak of Leeds again. I imagine, even though yeah. he will have a number of years left on his contract. Yeah, I mean, whether he comes back or not at any point, you can't really see him ever playing another game at Leeds. Um, I mean, you know, it's a left-footed centre-half. And you do wonder when it's a left-footed centre-half, you could do with talking to someone who is a left-footed centre-half. Jesus. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, Chris Concannon, left-footed centre-half, how do you feel about Max Verber fucking off? Good riddance to him. Fuck him. <laughs> uh, he He's straight in. Early tackle from Concanon there. <laughs> if that's how he wants to be, bollocks to him. Um, yeah, he's. I think out of them all who've left, it, I think he's pissed me off most. Um, I know you can only go off what's said in media and that, but if any of that's true, he's just made himself look like a dick. And I think Click highlighted that as well, didn't they? So. Yeah, I, I love that, that Mateus Click response. That was magical. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I didn't mention that in the notes, but um, he did seem that very Wait, I just muted Connie's <laughs> mic, so it was definitely him that was making that noise. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what happens, I'll uh, say it over the sec. Um, yeah, because Click was giving him a bit of shit on Twitter, wasn't he? And uh, also... It was pointed out on Twitter that like the only people that like were giving anything nice to him on social media were the other players who've left. Yes, the the others in the dressing room. Yeah. Right. Um, we uh, we have a new away kit, which I'm assuming at this point you've both seen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With, with alternative sets of shorts and socks. Yeah, the change shorts. Yeah. Uh, what do you both reckon? I like, I like it. Really like it. I like it. Nice. Uh, it, it's out there. Obviously, it is not Leeds United colours for away shirts, but uh, I think in comparison to the last couple of years, it, it's pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's it should probably be a third shirt rather than an away shirt, but yeah, I quite like it. Yeah, um, it's a bit. It's a bit out there, isn't it? Like I say, if it were a third shirt, you, you expect it kind of, don't you, with a third shirt? Yeah, and the main thing is all the peacocks all over it. They're really steering into the peacocks. The peacocks, yes, that's a word. <laughs> really steering into the peacocks as a nickname at the minute. I have a feeling that there might be another attempt at a badgery design coming soon. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think it, I think it will go better than the last one did. Whether it actually whether that means well, it's the fist now. The fist is now punching a peacock. <laughs> but uh, as long as it doesn't end up looking like a far right movement, then I think we're all right. Yeah, it was weird what it had. I managed to make it look like cheap clip art and like somebody who's going to say like true for progress in their name. 
somewhere <laughs> <laughs> in Eastern Europe. And <laughs> uh, um, uh, probably the last bit of new. Well, there's a couple of more things. There's one we've had two friendlies. Um, I don't know how much you've both been at see of them. I was able to see all of both of these. Uh, Leeds two, Forest nil, and Hearts nil. Leeds one. Um, if you did see them, what did you reckon to the performances? Um, I, did, I didn't see them being... I, did, I didn't see the Forest game uh, for some reason, and I didn't see the Hearts game for being on holiday. Yeah, fair. Um, I, I saw them both, Hearts and Forest. I thought the Forest game especially, I thought they were brilliant. Um, Link-up play were well, uh, did really well with... Um, they look fitter as well. They look something like how the walk would be Elsa. They were where they were chasing balls down and everything. I think the arts game would have been a bit laboured at end. Um, last 10, 15 minutes, there were a lot of challenges flying in and you were just kind of open. I think, I, I don't know what will put it in an Archie Gray right near end. It was John McGinn, the bastard. <laughs> but um, you're just thinking, oh, for God's sake, no, not now. Just not, not this close. Let's just, let's just get through it and get on. But yeah, them two games, they looked, I liked what I saw. Yeah, my confidence level went up a lot based on them two friendlies. Even though they, they weren't perfect at all, and it lacked a bit of incisiveness in the final third and things like that. But you could see an actual plan and. Bob just going to keep the ball after yeah. the last two years. It was yeah. great to see. Um, we, you were there worrying about all those big challenges, but you don't need to worry about big challenges because Leeds players will fall apart regardless. <laughs> uh, the main thing out of the Hearts game was Ruter went down with a side injury in what looked like something completely innocuous, uh, but he is out for the Cardiff game and the Shrewsbury game of the Cup. Uh Patrick Bamford managed to pull his hamstring being kicked in the face. Yeah. Which uh, is the most Patrick Bamford thing I think I've ever seen. The thing um, what? When when that first happened, was it, you, you're watching it live and you're like, you saw the boot go up. You thought, oh, Christ, that don't look good. And then when you see it back, you think, oh, no, he's got the hamstring. There we go again. He's tried to do a sprint and that's him till Christmas. Well, it is him until after the international break, after Daniel Farkas' press conference today. So that's him. And also, it has now been confirmed in the press conference, but it was caught on Twitter. You know the springs up at Gather with their medical centre? Mm-hmm, well, yeah. someone was outside there and saw Matteo Joseph going in there on crutches. Uh, and it turns out that Farkas said it isn't as bad as we thought, so he's off crutches, but he is out for, you know, a, probably about a month. So... Leeds United have, in the seven days before their first game, managed to injure three centre-forwards. It's fine, though. Dan James is back. We all know how that went as the number nine for him. Well, we'll come on to that because that really might happen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll come on to that later on. There is one final, final bit of news. Um, Charlie Cresswell signed a new four-year deal, uh, which I'm very pleased to say, and there's everyone is. But Casey, you, you, you're the one that all kinds of cares about squad numbers, right? Yes, big, big, big fan of squad numbers. Um, absolutely no pressure on him having the number five shirt. Yep. So I, I mean, as as the right-sided centre back. Um, yeah. I mean, I think in the last podcast we we had speculated because you know we we'd come close to 
selling him in January. Mm. Um, and then I think we'd seen Strauch had played right centre-back a couple of times in the in pre-season as well. Um, which which I still think could happen on the opening day with, with him and Cooper in the middle. But it it's a big vote of confidence in him, in as much as giving Somerville the 10 shirt last year was was a vote of confidence in his abilities because uh although he wasn't featuring straight away, he as the season wore on, he was he was getting more and more game time. Certainly, certainly under Marsh and and I think as the square ball said to it earlier, the daft bastard keeping Jesse Marsh in a job. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think he's not. I, I think it will be Stroke at right centre back on Sunday, but it, it, you would think that this means he's going to be right there and thereabouts. There are a few other changes. Uh, Darlow's been given 28, but obviously he's new. Uh, defensively, no one else has moved. In midfield, Jamie Shackleton has gone to number 17. Mm. Uh, Sam Greenwood, uh, as, as his only right given his technical ability, has taken the 19 shirt. <laughs> well, I mean, him and Eric, him and Eric Backer, the, the the best technical yeah. players this club has ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not like we've really relied on number nineteen the last couple of years or anything. <laughs> uh, and the one I'm most disappointed with, Archie Gray, is number twenty two. Leave him at sixty three. I liked that. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted us to have a number sixty three playing a load of games this year. <laughs> Again, like it's that that thing for me. And I'm sure you guys do it as well. When you you've attached a certain number to a certain player, and it's very odd that Archie Gray is wearing Michael Dubry's shirt. But um, here, here we what, are. Is that what number Dubry was? That, I don't that is that is Michael Dubry's number. Yeah. I, I love how you think of it as that because, like, wasn't it Jack Harrison's? <laughs> I say Jack Harrison was twenty two. We first year back up, wasn't it? No, it's, I, th- I think it's, I think it's probably what I go to is from what players were as when I was a kid. Is is kind of what I associate them with, un- unless I'm just trying to think. Right, so so like obviously like my my number nine is it's it's probably Viduka over Hasselbank at seventeen is Alan Smith, and then because during that time you obviously most of the players that played regularly were under the, the squad and was under 20 it's fine but then you know I'm conflicted between is it David Batty is it Rob Snodgrass for 23 who knows gotta go about I, it I always say <laughs> go about it. I didn't see Batty be number four at least yeah, yeah. <laughs> at um, least at yeah. least I'm safe in the knowledge Matthew Jones is number 40 and I don't think that's going to change <laughs> Wasn't Calvin Phillips? Mean... Oh, sorry, if, if we're associating players with numbers, then does this mean that we can associate Scott Wharton with number four? I think we have to. If, if you want to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, that's Erling Haaland's dad. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's how it's that's how it's described now in football. He's Erling Haaland's dad. And Reese James is Lauren James's brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how it should be. Uh, so we have a fair few predictions to get through. Obviously, when we were in the championship previously on this podcast, we used to do predictions right through to League Two. And then we went in the Premier League, became spoiled Premier League fans, stopped paying any attention to the EFL and just did the Premier League. 
we are still going to do some for Premier League as well, which just Premier League and Championship because we, like, I mean, we don't know anything about the Championship anymore. We really don't know anything about League One and League Two. I've only been back listening to not the top twenty for like this week. <laughs> yeah, very handily they they released their Championship uh, once twenty four podcast very recently, and I found that a very handy guide to listen to today. I found it very disconcerting because they've got us winning the league and they've got it right the last four years, and I don't <laughs> have us winning the league. So, <laughs> uh, but we'll get into it. We just because it's the order that I have done the forming, uh, we will start with the Premier League. Uh, KC, who is your top four for the Premier League? And just for anyone unfamiliar with our point system, <coughs> in each section, you get five points if they're correct, ten if you've got them in the correct position. But if anyone is out by more than 10 places in the table, that's minus 10 points. Uh, so I will go in reverse order. So I have got Newcastle in fourth, uh, Manchester United third, Arsenal second, and Man City to win it. Okay. And I am going to say, don't do them in reverse order because it makes it a ball lick to put them in the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's all uh, I've got to do now. Uh, right, so I've got uh, City to win it. Yep. Arsenal second. Yep. Newcastle third. Oh. Liverpool fourth. Right. Uh, well, we've. I have the same top two as you. I've got Man City and Arsenal. Then I've got Scum. Then I've got Liverpool. Um, there is also a fourth person in this list. Friend of the podcast, Alex Benison, who I thought it would be interesting to get predictions off him, even if he isn't on the pod, because to get a not Leeds fan predicting Leeds and see if they actually get them more right because they're not as invested. <laughs> if he gets, if he does better than us, does that mean we just have to stop doing the predictions? No, it just means that we care too much. <laughs> uh, and he thought it's worth went Man City, Scum, Chelsea, Arsenal. Um, so, yeah, I, I, not surprisingly, everyone has Man City winning the league. And I think everyone will have that every year until Pep leaves, probably. Or Erling Haaland, one of them. Yeah, one of them too. Yeah, that's true. I suppose there is a chance that Erling Haaland will win everything for three years and go, right, I will do something else now. Yeah. Um, so the... That's last year's document. Uh, the bottom three, uh, I'll start us off this time. I have in 18th place, Nottingham Forest. In 19th, Luton and Stone Cold last, Sheffield United. Uh, I have in 18th, Sheffield United. 19th, I have Luton. And 20th, I have Wolves. We, I mean, I know that there has been a lot of uh, falling out with Wolves and stuff about Lovatagi and we ain't got much difference done, but that is the most negative I think I've heard someone be on Wolves so far. I, I don't know what they have. Yeah. Well, I suppose they, they've lost... Right, has Raul Jimenez to Fulham happened now? Yes, yes. that's happened, yeah. yeah. They have no defenders. No. A, a striker who has done very little there. Um, and no, no Neves either. No. Yeah, there's certainly logic to it. I can't really argue with that. Uh, Connie? Um, I'm going with I'm going with KC's view, and I've got Wolves coming 18th. I've got Sheffield United 19th, and then Luton bottom. 
Uh, it's it's weird with Luton because uh, we've all got them going down, but I don't think Luton are actually going to do badly. I just don't think the squad's up to it. No. Like, I think that they will impress a lot of people and come 18th or 19th. It'll be like, I think they'll be very similar to when Blackpool got to Premier League. I'm not saying they'll take it to last day like man, that, like they did, but when they got relegated, they, they earned a lot of neutral fans because of where they played. They just give it a go and they thought, well, what are you? Why not? I, I can see yeah. it being a bit like that. Although I will say that I don't think that uh, Luton's owners are crooks like Blackpool's were. That's a good and point. That, yeah. that does not need an allegedly at all. No, nope. no. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I think this will be quick. Top scorer, Erling Haaland. Yep. Ollie Watkins. Erling Haaland. Yeah, it's worth. Alex says that as well. Uh, for his relegation, by the way, he had he did have Wolves as well, Luton, Sheffield United. So there really is not much spread. To be honest, the, the, the one I deliberated over, looking at purely looking at it based on transfers, who who I could have put at 18th were Crystal Palace because they obviously they've lost Sahar. Um, I, I correct me if he, he has already gone. There's obviously a lot of talk around Elise. He hasn't gone, but apparently his no, release cost is about thirty-five million, and someone's yeah. going to buy him. I think Man City will buy him to replace Mahrez. Um, but but yeah, it's obviously there is a lot of time for things to change because there's a month still left in the in the transfer window. But they're they're not looking in the best of shapes right now. Yeah. yeah. Um, most assists in the Premier League. Alex went for Bruno Fernandez. I have Kevin De Bruyne. I also have Kevin De Bruyne. I've gone with Bukayo Saka. Oh, interesting. Good job. I mean, he had an unbelievably good season last season. I I think he's one of them, but Saka might be one of them that's way up in the list if we did a who will have the most combined goals and assists. Mm. I could see Saka mm. being really high, but I think he'll be like fifth for assists and fifth for goals and just like mm. not quite be there. But if he has a season like he did last season, it'll be really high. And then uh, one that does show, actually, come to think of it, that um, Alex might be with you on Wolves. First manager to go, and Alex has got Julian Lopetegui. Uh, I've gone with Steve Cooper, and I don't think it will be down to Forrest having a particularly bad season. I think it's more just a general dickish ownership decision. What with him because he nearly went about three times last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people saying that uh, Forrest should have gambled in the summer in the way that Blackpool. Uh, Blackpool. That's because we were just on about Blackpool in the way that Bournemouth have, where they've, you know, managers kept them up, but the underlying numbers weren't that great, so they've gone and got someone better who is in theory better. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. a lot of people saying Forrest should have done the same thing, but I'm not surprised. I stuck with Cooper. All fans love him. And uh, mm. Connie, first manager to go. Um, I, I I had to deliberate a little bit over this, but um, I'm going to say Ange Postecoglou. Ooh, that is I, interesting. I, I Very Spursy. I just don't see it working out at Tottenham for him. Um, I think it was a cheap option, typically like I say, very Spursy, cheap option, and it did brilliant up at Celtic, but. Completely different ball game, and it down here. And I just and the way Levy operates, 
I, I, I think he'll be gone by Christmas. Right. Uh, just for context, people have it because a lot of people, Connie isn't on as many as he used to be. Connie is a Celtic fan. <laughs> 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 so, I, I, that, that was not the name I expected to come out of your mouth. Uh, but yeah, that'll do us for the Premier League. Um, same rules apply for the Championship. And we'll start off with the top two, and we'll start off with Connie. Top two. We'll win it. And Southampton, will, <laughs> and Southampton will come second. So, uh, I have some crossover, because I've got Southampton winning it, and I've got Leicester in second. Uh, I've got us to win it and Middlesbrough to come second. Oh, there's some confidence going on there's, here that I don't like. It, to be honest, <laughs> like, I wouldn't say it's confidence because obviously the way I've been speaking is I'm not enthused about this, but I've been looking like I've been looking at the transfer activity, and I'm not I'm not particularly worried about anyone else either. There's you no know. one that's going out blowing everyone out of water. No, that, there's obviously a few, a, you know, like. A few teams have, have lost key players. You, you know, Coventry, uh, Watford uh, have done shit. Obviously, if you don't going up as well, um, and then Leicester have, have lost three of their biggest players. Yeah, Le- uh, Leicester's I think one of the harder teams to predict this year because, in theory, getting Enzo Moresco in is great because you're getting someone who's worked under great coaches for a long time. Yeah, but you never know. What they're going to do in the top job, like they, they could be HMS piss for league, or they could be fifteenth after two months and sacking. They could be my Sunderland prediction. They will not get relegated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if anyone's ever anyone who hasn't heard our old episodes, the reason for the minus points for ten, and it is minus twenty if you're wrong by twenty, is because KC won our first ever predictions, despite predicting Sunderland to get promoted from the championship <laughs> when they came bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so we brought in a punishment. Uh, uh, it's sort of a, a weird <laughs> with everyone because Alex has got Leicester winning it and he's got Middlesbrough second, like you can see. There's a lot of people really fancying Middlesbrough. Um, they were brilliant second half of last season and they've got mostly the same squad, but they haven't been able to get Cameron Archer back from mm. Villa. And I think that's going to make a big difference. Which, by the way, if he, if he doesn't start for Villa, that's who I want us to be going all out for. Uh, but I think they're probably going to play him a bit this year. Um, the playoffs, third to sixth. Uh, I have got Borough third, Leeds fourth, Sunderland fifth, and Ipswich in sixth. I, I, I find it really difficult picking. I think three of the teams I was fairly easy, comfortable picking, and then I sort of struggled to pick the last place. So I've gone Leicester third, Sunderland fourth, Southampton fifth, and West Brom Sick. Uh, West Brom's one of the weird ones because they're financially struggling a bit and all falling out of each other, but the squad is quite good. Yeah, they, I think they're one of this year's could go completely either way sides as well. Mm. Uh, Connie, I've gone also Leicester third, I've got Coventry to come back in there again and come um, fourth. I hate to say it. I think Millwall are going to break into the playoffs this year and better to come sixth. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd love to be more. I, I'm sort of nothing on Millwall this year. I preferred it when I thought that they were shite and thought they were going to get relegated every year. I've gone down a bit now. Kov's an interesting one because they've obviously they've lost Gyokoresh, which was one of the best, but forward, probably best forward in the league last season. But they've spent like they've signed Ellie Sims, haven't they, for about eight million? Yeah, that and young kid from Everton. Yeah. I, yeah, I do like what I saw of him when he was on loan at Sunderland first half last season, and even when he got those chances at Everton. Yeah. So if he hits the ground running, that could make a really big difference with him. Yeah. Uh, Alex thought it's worth as us in third, uh, Southampton fourth, West Brom fifth, Sunderland sixth. And then I did also ask you to pick a, a playoff winner, which would be correct 10 points if they get beaten the final five. I've Here's what shows the difference. I didn't have us in the top two, and I have Sunderland winning the playoffs. I, I too have Sunderland winning the playoffs. For what it's worth, I haven't beaten Leeds in the final because because we can't have nice things. <laughs> <laughs> We've had our time now. It's time to go back. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Butter are going to win playoffs. Fair enough. And Alex has Southampton as playoff winners. Um, everyone's quite confident on Sunderland this year. Like, I've read... Obviously, I listened to not the top 20 ones. I read a couple of people's predictions and things like that, and everyone fancies them this year. And even though I'm one of them, there is a big thing of what if Ross Stewart isn't the same after the, after that injury? Yeah. Because I, I think that could make a massive difference to it. If he isn't as mobile as he was, because that was, I mean, that, I know that it's a lower level, but that nickname Loch Ness Dogwood, he was just bullying people. And But also when he got in behind, he had the pace to get away. Yeah. And, if he isn't that player anymore, it could be very different. If he is that player, then everyone in then he'll probably end up going to the Premier League in January. Um, the bottom three uh, will go with Connie first. Bottom three, so I'm gonna say Huddersfield come third bottom. Yep. I'm gonna say Rotherham to come second bottom, and I'm gonna say uh, Plymouth to come bottom. Uh, they're all fair enough. I'll say Alex is now because there's a lot of crossover. He has QPR 22nd, Huddersfield 23rd, and he also has Plymouth bottom. Uh, I have got Chef Wednesday in 22nd, Rotherham 23rd, and I've got QPR Stone dead last. Not a bad shout to be fair with Wednesday with what's going on with Darren Moore and that. Is well, that, that's what I think it is. It's, it's nothing to do with the squad or even Zisco Munoz coming in, who I don't rate particularly highly, but. He got Watford promoted, so he can't be dreadful. No. Um, but I just think Chancery is a complete moron and ma allegedly worse things. So, <laughs> like... Fair enough. Uh, I've gone uh, 22nd Stoke, uh, 23rd QPR, and 24th Rotherham. Because Rotherham are due a relegation. Because... Yeah, they've had one year without getting relegated. <laughs> So, so it's about time they go back down and then win League One again. Yep, that's just what they do, isn't it? Like that, that was basic. I don't know anything. Other, other than I know they have a good goalkeeper because I looked at him a bit when Leeds were linked to him. Other than that, I don't really know anything about him. But that's just what Rotherham do. They go down and they come back up. Um, QPR are all over the shop. At each other's throats. No money. Les Ferdinand's quit as director of football. Yeah, He's um, been there years and all, hasn't he? Ferdinand. Yeah. I think he has actually moved into a different role, but it's like not nearly as involved. I think that the uh, 
they've just got the look of a club where they look like Reading did last season. <laughs> they're just going in knowing that they're doomed from off. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me if, like, midway through this season, they suddenly got a 12 point deduction because everything's gone wrong. Yeah. Like, they just look like that. That's why I've gotten dead last. Uh, the top scorer in the championship. Uh, I've gone for Joel Pirro because he scored a load at Swansea. If he stays at Swansea, he'll score a load. And it sounds like if he leads, if he leaves, it's probably to us or Leicester or possibly Southampton. So I've gone for Joel Pirro. Yep. I've uh, gone. Um, no, sorry, Matt. I've gone. Um, I don't know. It might be a bit out there. Um, Adam Armstrong. I mean, he was really good at Blackburn in this league, wasn't he? Yeah. He knows the um, division. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Knows that league, scored a lot of goals in it. Southampton, they're good. you'd think they're going to be up there. So yeah. if he plays, they're going to get a lot of chances. So, yeah, I'm going to say Adam Armstrong. That's fair enough. Uh, and I am backing on Ross Stewart being completely fine when he comes back. Okay. Well, he's, he's a good player. Uh, Alex went for Tuba Akpom, who scored a load for Middlesbrough last season. It's the first season he's ever scored that level of goals, though, and he's already like 26. So at that age, you wonder if... If it's a Billy Painter season. Yeah, if that's his one season where he had it. But we'll see what happens with that. Um, the most assists in the championship. Uh, I will say straight away that Alex has gone for Kane and Dewsbury Hall, who is today being linked with a move to Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, if he stays, it's a great shout. Because yeah. if, if you could keep him, he would be a fantastic player. But yeah, um, but I can't see him keeping him. <laughs> no. Uh, I have plumped for one of our own, and I'm saying Crescencio Somerville. Nice. I've, I've also gone for one of his own, but now I'm going to say Lewis Sinistera. Fair enough. Uh, I have, in a sense, gone for one of our own because I have I like League, last season's League One assist leader, Leif Davis. For a second, when you said League, when you said uh, uh, one of our own and League One, I thought you were going to say Barry Bannon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, Leif Davis got most assists last year. I think Ipswich are going to do really well this year because there were there was so I know it's weird because they didn't win it last year, but they were the team that was like statistically miles better than everyone. So I think they're going to do really well this year playing the same sort of football. So he's going to be in the same sort of positions. I think he's going to get a lot more assists this year. Uh, and we're going to be like, even though I like Leo Hilda, looking at him going, for fuck's sake. Um the and finally for just the championship, the first championship manager to be sacked. Uh I said I think QPR is gonna be all over the shop, so I've gone for Gareth Ainsworth. Go on, Carly. Um I'm gonna say Nigel Pearson at Bristol City. Interesting. Uh I'm going for David Wagner at Norwich because I just don't see them making any progress this year. So you're going for Wagner knowledge. Uh, I'll tell you what, that is one of the things this year. I haven't, I, they're one of the few teams that I, I don't think I've heard anyone talking up. No. I think um, they're kind of, they're in danger of like turning into like what Stoke have done. They've just gone down there and just become 
make weights in division, aren't they? You know, they're in, they, they're, they're in, I think they're in danger of doing that. I think Norwich, if I'm being honest. They're like we were. Yeah, you were nailed yeah. on from between 12th and 16th. Yeah, that, just yeah. Every year, yeah. Uh, they've still got a few big players, so they, they've got a chance, but it might be one of them where they need like a full rotation of the squad, load of players out, load of players in, and rebuild from there. Um, something where Leeds will have absolutely no impact this season, probably the various cups. Um, I ended up scoring quite well in this the last couple of years by just picking Man City for loads of things. Uh, <laughs> so I've kind of done the same again this year. So, uh, in fact, I'll do them all just quick back to back. Uh, KC, who do you have for the FA Cup? Newcastle. Oh, the League Cup. Man City. Champions League. Real Madrid. The Europa League. Liverpool. And the UEFA Conference League. The best one to pick because barely anyone has actually qualified for this yet. Uh, <laughs> there's, about there's about eight about, teams to choose from. Can you remember the first year where we had to predict this and literally no teams were officially in it yet? <laughs> And, and I believe I got it right because I said, this has Mourinho written all over it, Rome. <laughs> uh, I've gone for Eintracht Frankfurt for this one. Okay. Uh, I will do mine back-to-back. Uh, FA Cup, Man City, League Cup, Man City, Champions League, Man City, Europa League, Liverpool, Conference League. I was, I do have Eintracht Frankfurt written down, but I don't want to do the same thing, so I'm going to say Aston Villa. Uh, Connie, the FA Cup. Man City. Yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> League Cup. Newcastle. Oh, we've done the switcheroo uh, there. Champions yeah. League. I'm, I'm still two and a firm between this, but I'm going to say Barcelona. The Europa League. Liverpool. That's really dull, but we've all got the same. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Conference League. Fiorentina. Oh, they were the, uh, the beaten finalists last year. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Alex, for the outside perspective, has Chelsea winning the FA Cup, Scum winning the League Cup, Man City winning the Champions League, Bayer Leverkusen winning the Europa League, and Aston Villa for the Conference League. Um, yeah, I, I, the problem is Man City are just that good. <laughs> if you said to me they're going to win everything that they're in, I'd yeah, go, you that on Ireland. Yeah, go, yeah, all right. Yeah, I can. I mean, let's what they were denied a quadruple by somehow losing to that Southampton team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's all that it was. <laughs> they, they're just ridiculous. Um, so. Do you want to do all the lead stuff first, or do you want to get as mad? We should get as mad one out of the way. Yeah, go on. Then. Uh, I will tell you, Alex is first. Leeds have a goalkeeping injury crisis, and Harry Christie plays a first team match. Okay. Which right. is some going because I believe that's four goalkeepers have to get injured. I'm going to say we've got quite a few goalies there still at the minute because Klassen's well, not. I suppose, yet. I suppose this thing is Melier goes. Oh. One of Klassen and Van den Heuvel goes out on loan. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Well, the other one gets injured and Darlow gets injured. 
and then <laughs> maybe he plays Ben. Uh, the re- the really annoying thing for Alex, of course, will be that if all of these injuries happen, and then Leeds pick Daryl Ombang instead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Connie, what is your notable mad prediction? It's out there. Good. <laughs> <laughs> really out there. Eric Ten Hag doesn't see out the season at Man United. Um, it's not that mad, but I, I would I would say that I think that's unlikely enough to count. Mm. It just won't be. It won't be some ridiculously amazing shout if it comes off. And, and the thing is, I think if he went, yeah, and let's say there were ten games at season left, yeah. It wouldn't shock me in the slightest if he's not in work if Ollie came back as well. I'll tell you, if, if that happens as well, then that does affect, yeah, that very yeah. much counts as a mad prediction. Yep. Um, it's still end of season. Bit like Lampard at Chelsea. A yeah. bit of feel bit of feel good. Yeah. No, that one won in nine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my prediction is that uh, two Premier League teammates have a fight on the pitch during a European match. I'm we're not going to narrow. Like someone, we're talking I'm, about the same batter here. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> two Premier League teammates fight on the pitch in a European match. Yes. Right. Uh, I have a. Mine's a bit like Connie's in that it's. I think it's unlikely enough to be fine by itself, but if you need an addition, I can. Uh, Mine is that um, Huddersfield manager Neil Warnock finishes the season specifically as the manager of Queen's Park Rangers. (laughs) They're going to be in all kinds of shit. He's going to have left in like November. He'll leave Huddersfield. And then in about March, they'll panic and get Warnock at QPR. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and he'll have one more job in him <laughs> I'm saying very specifically not he takes another job afterwards when he says he's definitely retired it's specifically Queen's Park Rangers <laughs> it's very, it sounds very Warnock yeah it does as soon as I thought of it I thought yeah I can say that, I'd almost be surprised if it doesn't happen <laughs> Um. Okay, so I believe that before we get into the... We can do all the Leeds ones or we can do your yes and no questions. Yeah, I'll go, I'll go with my my likely unlikelies. Cool. Um, so my first one is Leeds to score 75 or more goals in the league. Just straight yes or no? Yeah, likely or unlikely. I'm going to say likely. Uh, I have this as unlikely. I had a quick glance at last season's table and only two teams did it. It was Middlesbrough and Burnley. And even though I think we'll be good this season, I don't think we'll quite have that much cutting edge, especially seeing as all of the strikers keep getting broken. Uh, yeah. Alex, Alex went for yes, by the way. Uh, I, I'm going, I've gone unlikely as well. Um, Ooh, and, and the news that Dan James is going to be leading the line is uh, something else <laughs> has helped with that somewhat. Yeah. 
Uh, next one, Archie Gray to start 20 or more games in all competitions. In all competitions, likely. Uh, I also went for likely. Uh, I am unlikely. Uh, and Alex also went for likely. Um, I, I, this is one of the things we lead in the championship. All competitions. Oh, that adds two games. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then you draw shoes for it home and go, all right, maybe three. The next one is a lead player to get three separate suspensions this season. Yeah. So it could be so, three one. It could be three one match bans. Yeah, and the bookings things, there's a ban at five, a ban at 10, and a ban at 15. Yeah, so I'll app onto Shianson if you would go just the yellow card route. I'm going to say unlikely. I don't think we've got many people in that squad now that do that. I'm going to go unlikely with that. Uh, for what it's worth, Alex also went for unlikely on that. I have likely, and in brackets, Ampadu. <laughs> uh, I, I think he'll get sent off at least once and I think he'll get 10 yellows um, I'm, I'm just going to label him now as a Scandinavian brute and say uh, likely Leo Kjelda for some reason fair enough <laughs> I won't put Kjelda in brackets it doesn't matter for the point but it just be nice no. if you like <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one is Stuart Dallas to score in the league Likely. Um, I wish I was saying something different, but I'm going unlikely. Uh, unlikely. Uh, Alex went likely as well. Um, yeah. I think it's going to take him so long to get fit that what happens is he's back in like December and in January he goes out on loan somewhere to try and play the second half of the season and get himself back. Yeah. Is what I think ends up happening this season. I hope I hope that he's back in, you know, he's back in September and then by October he's himself again. But I just can't see it. Unfortunately, yeah. it's been so long. I think I'm saying likely, and that yeah, I think I'm going more with my heart than my head. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, leads to progress through three rounds in either cup competition. So, and just to I, check, that is not a combined three rounds. No, not a combined. I'm going to say, can we just add these together here, or we're just talking specific cups here? No, it's got to be through three rounds in one competition. Unlikely. No. <laughs> uh, I am going likely, and just hoping for a very kindly cup draw. You're hoping for three very kindly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I believe Alex went likely for that one. Uh, yes, he did. And gone. Is this for the cup draw? Sorry, uh, unlikely. Yeah. Unlikely. Cool. Another 50 50 split. Uh, next one is a team to score four or more goals against Leeds in a single game. I've got likely for this because. I think there's there's in a it's such a long season in the championship. I think you're going to have one really like one really bad day where you just get battered. That's it. it happened under Bielsa, didn't it? You know, even when we went up under him, we got arsehole a couple of times, didn't we? Um, yeah, likely. Uh, likely. Um, 
Alex also has that. So we all are thinking there is going to be a bad one. And uh, your last likely unlikely, which I think is your best question. <laughs> yeah, final one. Uh, Joe Gellhart, Crescencio Somerville and Jorginho Rute to all start in a, in a game together. I didn't... I, to be honest, I was thinking about specifying a league a league game, but I'll I'll leave it just as a game. Yeah, I'm gonna I say have this as, I have this as unlikely. I'm gonna say unlikely. Uh, I'm going to say uh, I'm gonna say unlikely. Although it is something I would very much like to see. Yeah. And Alex has this as likely. Like you absolutely can get them all in the side. <clears throat> I just don't think it's going to happen. No, I mean it's already off the cards for the first couple of weeks. Yeah, <laughs> and my other, one of my other reasons for going with no airing on the side of no is I still wouldn't be shocked if a Premier League team and specifically Crystal Palace tries to buy some of them. My original thought with with this one was Nanto, and then I thought it's. Probably more likely that he goes than Somerville, which is yeah. why I end up going for him. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things that's so hard about it. I mean, it isn't the, it wouldn't be the first time. Like we have had one of the years where I think for top scorer, one of us went for as yet unsigned striker. Because, <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, there's always a few things like that. So finally, the specific Leeds United predictions. Uh, starting off with the one we always start with, will in this case Daniel Tharker last the season? Yes. Okay, so. Yes, he will. Um, yes. And I, I have yes, Alex has yes, but we said that about Jesse Marsh as well. So it's because once once he'd actually lasted the summer, we thought, well, they're fucking all in on him now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that this is a it's an easier question in the championship. Will Leeds make a first team signing in January? Yes. Yes, because I don't think we'll I don't think we'll get all our business done in, in this window. We all have yes for that. Uh they, you know, it's not like we we've always kept that question in, but it's a hangover from Bielsa, really. Well, there's a hangover from Alter, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that because it actually was a question then, wasn't it? It was no like two or three years in a way. Yeah. Um, so, um, these individual players, how many goals will they score? You get five points if you're dead on, and you get two points if you're within one. Uh, opening up, uh, this is probably it's a good job that we didn't ask this a week ago. So, there's what happened in the friendly happened. Patrick Bamford, I have got a meager, low, disappointing five. I've I've gone for a heroic eleven. Oh, <laughs> snap your hand off for that! <laughs> I've gone for ten. Ten. Uh, Alex also had five. I think it's because of a lack of minutes that he's going to get that few. If you could guarantee he'd stay fit, then I think he'd do well. But um, Jorginho Ruta, uh, Alex has three, which I think it's fair to say would be disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, An average of ten million pound per goal. <laughs> hey, 
We've had we've had Augustine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I've gone for seven. Yeah. I think he's going to smash it, me in championship. I'm saying fifteen. Go on, Conker. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have him as I have him for nine, but I do I. I do think that he'll do well this season. That nine is not being negative. Uh, Dan James, I have seven. I wish I had that much faith in Dan James. <laughs> I've seen that man score a fantastic brace, and I still think he's only going to get five this season. Five. I'm saying even less than KC. I'm saying three. Okay. Well, Alex went for one. So. Fair enough, then. <laughs> Um, I'll tell you Alex is for this one as well I don't think this was actually in the list I sent you because I missed him off Uh, Nonto Alex has six with him leaving in January I was going to say are we saying he's going to last the season here it's up to you if you you think he's going to get sold tomorrow say zero (laughs) I'm going to say zero because I think he'll be gone before the summer transfer ends fair enough uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with zero, and the dream is that he goes out on loan. I've got one because I think he's going as well, <laughs> and I think he'll. I think he'll get one. I actually quite fancy him to score on Sunday, <laughs> uh, but we'll see. Um, the one that I wish I should be thinking much higher because I rate him, but I just don't think he's. I don't think we're gonna give him the time. Joffy, uh, I've got four. I'm going to say, I think he will get the minutes, so I'm going to say he's going to get six. I've gone with eight. I, I still think I think I think he will be uh, still an impact player off the bench, but I think he'll, I think he'll get quite a few coming on the last 20, 25 minutes. Um, I think this is one of the areas where Alex does have faith in one of our players because he has 11. Um, yeah. Incidentally, the same number that I have for Crescencio Somerville. I'm not far off you with Somerville. Not a million miles away. I think he'll get eight. Uh, I've gone with seven. But as I've already said, I think he's going to provide more assists than goals. Yeah. I've gone for 11 just because I really rate Somerville and have done for years. But I am still scared he's going to leave. Uh, And finally... Probably the the player that isn't being talked about for a move because it really does sound like he's staying. I think it's probably the player everyone's most excited about this season. Uh, Louis Sinistera. I've got him down for twelve. I think I think having him and if he stays fit this year, I think it's, it's almost like a cheat code in championship. Yeah, you're not the first person to use that phrase. Uh, Alex was obviously thinking similar to you because he went thirteen. Yeah. Uh, I've gone six because I don't think you will save it. No. Fair enough. I've uh this might give away one of my things for later, but I've got him for fifteen. I'm all in on Sinistera this year. Uh and I'm really hoping that he just not even I think if he plays thirty I think if he plays thirty two league games, he'll get fifteen goals. I just think he's going to be the guy this year. You say, you're um, saying then, sort of like a just a just under one in two, one in two. 
I think he could be one in two in the championship playing off the wing because he's going to end up in he's going to end up in field in like that ten space hitting shots from the edge of a box a lot. Yeah, I just I, yeah, I just fancy it. him. I just fancy him this year. It's not a bad shout, no, not at all. Hope it's true. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of one of what is normally one of my favorite questions. It, but last year because we were shit, the answer was no one. Uh, first new international cap for a Leeds player. I've having a look through this because we were back to having quite a lot of English players who absolutely have no chance. <coughs> uh, I've gone for Leo Kielder. Uh I will say so have I. I'm going to make it an hat trick. <laughs> Purely down to the reasons KC said we've got a lot of British players back there and well, English specifically, and yeah, they're not getting anywhere near that. Alex has gone for one that I will give him if he leaves and gets one before anyone else. He's gone for Somerville. Right, okay. Um, uh, I think he's thinking he leaves, goes to a Premier League club and then gets in the Dutch squad. Gets gets called up for a friendly or something like yeah, that. Yeah, in fairness, I could see. Uh, mm. First under-21 player to make a league debut. Sorry, sorry just, just before we do that, I have just realised that not one of us thought Pascal Strauch, who is still <laughs> eligible for that. Well, I mean, if he, pick, if he picks Belgium, they might call him up from the Championship just to lock him in. Mm. I don't think he's going to yeah. pick Belgium. Because if he was going to pick Belgium, he'd have done it before. Yeah, um, yeah first under-21 league debut. Uh, I have a feeling this might be a hat-trick as well. I, I have I have picked a, a second choice because I assume... We have each gone with Archie Gray. Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what I'll do is I'll put in Archie Gray for everyone. Either way, for what it's worth, Alex went for Sonny Perkins. This is one of the things that, where the difference... You know, I said it'd be interesting to get the non-leads perspective. I think this is yeah. one of the ones where the non-leads perspective is bad. Because <laughs> Perkins hasn't been involved all of three seasons. <laughs> well, I say he's not kicked a ball. <laughs> Although I think he might be on the bench on Sunday because who else are we going to have... In terms of the second option, when we say debut, by the way, is this league debut? League debut. Okay. I was going to say, obviously, yeah. I was going to say, man's got a goal for us. Yeah, but I, I actually went back and checked when he said Perkins because I thought, did he not get any like five minutes as a sub or anything, and he didn't. Yeah. Um, are we, are we saying we're going to have a backup then if we've all got Archie Gray? Yeah, just, uh, just it's probably worth doing because uh, are we all just assuming Archie Gray starts on Sunday? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think based on pre-season, you've got to go with that, haven't you? I think yeah. that's it, because Darko JB's got his one appearance against Man City. Yes. Lewis Bate played the season before that, if he's still involved. Yeah, he's mo most of the players that are in and around it have have made an appearance. Yeah. Um, yeah. Matteo Joseph has made a league debut already. Yeah. Uh, I, I have gone for Jeremiah Mullen. Jesus Christ, that's, that's my backup as well. Yeah, <laughs> Jeremiah. <laughs> I mean, I mean uh, to bring him on as our cultured striker, as as I now think of him, because obviously <laughs> I didn't watch the under twenty ones like Jack did, and uh, just off off what I've seen of him is is a technically gifted centre forward. Yeah. Um, for my backup, I am going Perkins. 
Because even though I think he's going to get shipped out on loan, we have so few attacking options that I could see him getting before he goes out on loan at the end of this month. I could see him getting off the bench once. I really thought you were going to go Chris Moore. I do like Chris Moore. Yeah, he's just saying that about Chris Moore. Have you got a backup, Com? Yeah, my mother, my mother, Mullen. Oh, you but yeah, Mullen. Go yeah. Now let's hope this year we actually have our end of season awards. Yep, <laughs> the next one is player of the year. Uh, after what I said about the goals, you're probably unsurprised to hear that I am saying Sinistera. I'm going all in me on Ruta. I think he's going to absolutely tear this league apart this year. Ruta tear this league apart. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That journalism degree is really paying off. Yeah. <laughs> Get me in as a sub-editor. <laughs> uh, I'm going Crescentio Somerville. Somerville. Uh, incidentally, it is what Alex went thought as well. Uh, could happen again. Young player of the year. Archip. Yeah. Oh, I've, I'm going Jorginho Ruter for young player. Fair enough, he does qualify at his age. Uh, uh, well, I mean, under the Calvin Phillips rule, we've got up to about 25. Yeah. <laughs> I believe he's also the Nigel Leo Coker for the under 21. <laughs> uh, or, or in, t- in fairness, the under, t- the under 21, uh, was it the Euros this year? Um, yes. Max Allen's playing right back. Yeah. And I was like, I mean, he, he, well, he is 23, but I was thinking, aren't you like 27? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have Archie Gray. Alex also has Archie Gray. Uh, for top scorer, I have Luis Sinistera, as does Alex. I'm saying Ruta. I'm going Pat Bamford. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stick with the old guard. I like it. <laughs> in, in fact, I, I went all, I've backed Bamford every season, and I still do think he has the ability. It's just... Uh, so, Alex Benison in the comments didn't actually go and get minutes in the prem. Otherwise, I would have picked him. Well, no, <laughs> no, he has been on the bench for a year and a half because his first time on the bench was that. They also had him on the bench at one point, and we were like, "Look, we're, we're terrible here. Just put him on anyway." In what was in what December twenty twenty one? Yes, probably yeah. When he was fifteen, but yeah, he's never actually got on. Because if he'd come on that one, that's he would have broken. Uh, is it Peter Lorimer's record as yeah, our youngest player? Yeah, well, but, be, but he's, Bielsa he's, has he's, no room for sentimentality. No, because <laughs> I definitely would have him on and said so in the ground at the time. Aren't they saying that if he starts on Sunday, he's the youngest of the greys to make his debut for Leeds? Uh, yeah, I did see. I did see something about that. I know they were all like 17, but I think he's got it by like 100 days. So, I mean, mm. don't quote me on it, but like 100 days or something like that, I think it is roughly, isn't it, if he, yeah. if he starts or if he gets on. Yeah. And I, I, he was, Fark was asked about him potentially playing in the press conference. He was non committal about it, but I can't see him not starting him given how pretty he's non committal, man. You've got no centre mids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's one of them. Uh, um, the most assists. I've gone Crescentio Somerville. I'm going to say um, Sinister. 
Uh, uh, but if it's another one where me and Alex match up, uh, Ruta is in, in pre-season, even the games where he wasn't playing well, he ended up setting up two big chances. I just think he's right. going to be. I just think he's going to be the one that ends up in those positions to lay things on. Well, he did it for Pervaders uh, goal, didn't he, against Forest? Yeah. I would let um, it go. go to, to, be, to be honest, having come out of the, this this preseason, I'm worried that Jan Pervaders is going to be our linchpin in midfield. It's, he has been in gym though, but looks of it. He looks like he's filled out a bit. He's had a Harrison preseason, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Dench. Um, <laughs> I don't think we're going to do it, but there is a legitimate argument for starting him on Sunday. Um, and unfortunately for him, it's the it's the position we are very well stocked in is attacking yeah. midfielders. Yeah, it I think it's the baby does get a chance. Yeah, if he does, it'll be in the middle. Mm. And our final question for all the predictions. Uh, Leeds is finishing position. It's 20 points dead on, 15 within one, 10 within two, five within three. Um, I On this audio medium, I hold my finger up, sir. <laughs> Especially when I am, of course, filling out a document that means I can't actually see you while you're doing this. Uh, so are you both standing by your previous statements? Yep. Yep. Cool. Because obviously, I have said before that, like, log in terms of to maximize it, that maximizes them if you're right. But it's worth doing. I did I have us third or fourth in the previous thing? I think I, third. I had us fourth when I did it at the top, so I have us third for this. Uh, and Alex also has third. I am terrified that like our worst prediction is third because I <laughs> it's Leeds, we're in the championship. <laughs> The, the number's 15. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just keep flashing in front of me because that's what we do in the championship. I don't know if I'll be this confident once uh, Nonto, Sinistera and Archie Gray all take the big money moves to Saudi Arabia. But um, right, right now, I think we'll be fine. Right. So that is all the predictions in. We had to do them then because the first game kicks off in 19 minutes. <laughs> no, no one can accuse us of watching Chef Wednesday be awful, and now then we've put them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we we the one the last thing to do is talk about the Cardiff game on Sunday, uh, which we won't go into loads and loads of detail about because let's be right, we don't know, do we? We haven't been keeping up. Uh, I did have a glance at their stuff over the summer. We've got a new manager, Errol Bullock. Turkish manager, but he's never played for or managed them. So, all right. Uh, don't, Doesn't don't even know the club. Don't have to hate him. Um, and from little bits I've read, he has a reputation for quite negative football. So I think it could be a lot of us horseshoeing the ball around the back trying to find an opening. Yeah. <laughs> trying try um, to cross it to the strikers that aren't there. <laughs> yeah. Um, they've signed that. Can you remember... Ike Ugbo, who was part of Chelsea's loan farm for years. Vaguely. Yeah, uh, he played at Barnsley. He, he went out to Rhodes. I've looked this up since. He scored a load of goals for Rhodes JC and Circle Bruges. They've got him now in on loan from the Trois. Um Josh Bowler was really was really good for Blackpool, and they've got him on loan from Forest. Yaku Mete from Reading was good. About was pretty decent three years ago. I've no oh, idea. Is he a defender? 
No, he's a he's a winger. You're thinking of Abdullah Mate. Yes, I am. Yes. Who also played for Reading, I think. Yeah, I'm saying <laughs> I was thinking Mate. Yeah, is it yeah. Yeah. No, I, I might also be wrong on that, but I think that's who you're thinking of. Uh, their mm. main two though is they have signed Callum Grant on loan from West Brom, who's a good striker, scored a lot of goals. And they've brought Alan Ramsey back to the club. See, that doesn't that doesn't strike any sort of fear into me whatsoever. Aaron Ramsey, as far as I'm concerned, would finish when he went to Rangers and he was shite there as well. Strikes fear into the hearts of many a celebrity, though. <laughs> and many a knee surgeon. Wow. Um, I, I've put next to him, depends how fit he is. Like, yeah. he, he might be, he might be like Mark Locker levels of a uh, knackered. I mean, watching him in the Euros two years ago was was something of a painful experience when you're there going, oh, I, I know how good you were, yeah, but, but you can't move. It's like I say, when, when you're rocking up for Rangers and you don't look good there, I think mm. the time's up in there at that, yeah. Well, all he did at Rangers was earn a load of money and miss the crucial penalty in the European Cup final, didn't he? Yeah, that's that pretty, pretty much their goalkeeper's injured, Ryan Alsop, but their backup is Jack Anik, who is fine. He's, he's yeah. been a solid League One and Championship goalkeeper for a while, so I don't think that's going to make much difference. Obviously, the main thing for them is us. So, Bamford, Joseph, Adams, Harrison, Greenwood and Furpo are all out till the international break. And then Dallas is out for God knows how long. Root is out. And they haven't said how long, but Cody Drama's out as well. Um, so yeah, it's just basically wondering. It, we know what the system is going to be. It will be roughly four-two-three-one. Yeah. The main questions are, and I will check Twitter before I ask this: Will Leeds sign Sam Byram before sort of either tonight or tomorrow morning in order to make him available for Sunday? I think they've got to. Do, I, I think they've got to sign him. Um, I, I'd offer him a one-year deal. And I think he's done enough in the games that he's played in pre-season. Farker knows him. Um, he knows club. Uh, for me, I think... <laughs> <laughs> that's the key. That's the key thing, really. He knows. The... He know, he, he's already got a locker. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we can dig out his parking space at Thought Park. The guy's sign up. <laughs> uh, I mean, he'll be thrilled that he just doesn't have to wash his own socks this time around. Well, yeah, he doesn't have to throw twenty pound in to get a, to get his training socks for the year. I think it would be a good signing for the year. It's a, it's a cheaper option, and I think he's earned it. Great season. One year deal, an option for another year at the club's yeah. end. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, and it can if by the end of the season we're looking at him in his third choice right back and maybe even third choice left back by then, that's fine. I yeah. just think it'll be a useful player to have around. Yeah. Uh and then the other main selection question is who starts up front? I mean, at this point, that for me, the, the closest to a striker is Gelhart. Yeah. But has he done enough in pre-season? Me personally, I don't think I mean, he I'm, has. 
I mean, in terms of minutes, you, you, you're talking the, the two that have featured there have, have obviously been Rutter and Bamford have, have yeah. kind of been the two that mostly featured there. Um, of of who's available, the two I'd be looking at would be Gelhart or Nonto. I would be very tempted to go with Nonto out of the two. When the injury news first broke, I put on our Twitter, I wonder if this will be Joffy's chance. But the more I thought about it, the more I think it will be Nonto. And am I I'm right not... in thinking? Sorry, Jack. Am I, am I right in thinking though? Has Sinister played up front before? I mean Obviously it will not, but it's it's played as the ten before, definitely. But I I mean he probably has done at some point. Basically, mm. I think it's gonna be um Sinistera left. Uh, Dan James on the right, Somerville 10 and yeah. Nonto up front and I think that at least three of them will probably play up front at some point in the game Yeah, I think basically everyone who isn't Somerville will probably play at 9 for a bit mm. in that game, I think that'll be quite fluid Yeah, um, but yeah I think, that's, I think that's the front four we'll go with I, I, yeah, I'd be happy at that. I, yeah, it, it's an odd one because I just, I, I think, I think individual, well, individually, three of those players are, are very good players, and Dan James, um, <laughs> who who was also there. Um, but I will say, I, I do want that as much as I agree is technically not that good a footballer. I would go as far as saying I think he's had a good preseason. He has. I think he's been yeah. good in games, and I think I, I can't believe it, but I think his crossing has looked really good. <laughs> Whether that <laughs> lasts, <laughs> is it yeah. as in he's learned how to land the ball in the area? <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm glad he's back. To be fair, and I think his pace alone will create us chances in the championship. Like if he's got any end product, if he had any end product, he's still at Man United. <laughs> Simple as that, isn't it? He's, he's, he's not in the championship, definitely not. Yeah. So, uh, Farker said in his press conference that barring some late injury news or something, Melier will start and go. Um, so that. Whether that stays like that long term with Allo, we don't know. But for this it's game, preparing, it's preparing us for more injury news. That's what that yeah. is. <laughs> um, there's no drama, so it'll be ailing. No, there's a lot of drama. That's... Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> does anyone think it won't be Strauch and Cooper? No, I think it's a fairly mm. solid choice to go with opening day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a player who I am, if it. If I wasn't going for Archie Gray for Young Player of the Year, I would be going for Yelda, who I think has a chance to end up being our left-back all season. Yeah. yeah. I really like Yelda. I don't know what it is. There's just something about him. Uh, with... oh, he's, he's gorgeous, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no... <laughs> You see, we figured out how to sign this son of a Norwegian international. Jon I, I don't actually know if John Olav Yelda played for Norway. I'm just assuming he did. 
I, I said Norwegian <laughs> international. I don't know if he was. He wasn't. <laughs> he didn't play for Norway in the late nineties, early noughties. Right? Would you believe that now? Played for Nottingham Forest from ninety-seven to two thousand three, one hundred and fifty-seven games, and never got a cap for Norway. Jesus. <laughs> Norway was a stronger nation then, wasn't it? <laughs> in, um, in, in other news of relatives, though, I, I have just realised that Jack Anik is the brother of Ben Anik. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that is something. Yeah. Um, so we don't think it'll be Cresswell. We both we. I mean, I'm, it's weird that we haven't. I don't. Think we've mentioned Ethan Ampadu's name in this entire podcast, which is weird because he's probably the, the key to our midfield being any good all season. I mean, no one ever talks about you holding your deep line midfielder being your player of the year, though. No, true. <laughs> yeah, Ampadu and Gray. I think that it's one of the, we. You're never sure how we're going to look, but I do look at that team on paper and think, yeah, it's a bit weak in midfield just because of age and stuff. And <laughs> there isn't a proper striker. But I'm still looking at that team and thinking... God, there's a lot of play. There's a lot of players who were really good in the championship here. Yeah, there's. I think technically there's a lot of ability there. I I do wonder if playing against a team like Cardiff, if you maybe give the edge to JB starting that that one, just in terms of the extra physicality you get out of him. Um, and I mean, but, JB is he's still really skillful on the ball and he can pick a pass. Ah, oh, no, I get that. It's. I'm saying him over Gray. I'm yeah. not. That's not to take away from JB as a as, as a ball player because mm. I, I think we all rate him pretty highly. Um, you know whether whether Cardiff on the opening day is is the the place to be starting Archie Gray. I don't know, but um, but the, those are the three central midfielders. Yeah. Sorry, Lewis Bate. See, I really want it. I really want it to work out for Lewis Bate because it. I do like him, but I don't know. Mate, get, mate, get in line. I'm still waiting for Alfie McCalmont and Robbie Gotts to break through here. <laughs> <laughs> so Lewis Bate's got no chance. I, I, I'm with you, God. I really like Lewis Bate. I think he's just yeah. got so much quality on the ball. He just looks a bit slight, doesn't he? And just a bit. Yeah, I mean, he's only little anyway, isn't he? But he just, yeah. Sometimes it. <laughs> It's going to sound hard. It reminds me a little bit of when Bogus got his couple of chances. Look, sometimes it's like a rabbit in headlights. Yeah. Sometimes I don't know if that's just me, but it's. it's I wonder. If, do you think Bate might just start playing in various world holiday destinations? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Signed for CF. Signed for CF Magaluf, like. And also the 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 small, but. Run, well, he's small, skillful. The small run around a lot energy spot is taken by Jamie Shackleton, by the looks of it. Who he's another one, you know. That this year, I hope he does all right. I think championships is level. Um, again, I'm glad he's come back, and I'm, I'm quite happy to have him about there as a backup option, definitely yeah. this year. And I, not, I, I, not I, I that it might. So I was going to say, I hope by the end of the year, he, he finds a home. Yeah, he needs he needs his home, doesn't he? <laughs> well, Kipbooks. It's it's great. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. great. It's great for, for us that you know that, that you know Jamie Shackleton is is a, is a Kipbooks lad and that, but he's 
he's what 30 31 now he, he really needs to play some actual football on a yeah so the final just final around forever at this point just, just play <laughs> some football jamie just play some football um yeah final thing uh, i have changed a thing and i was on about it before I, I mentioned it last season it was always two points for correct result eight uh five for correct score it's now going to be eight because the difference in odds between getting a match right and getting a correct score right is bigger than that. Okay. So, so it's now two and eight, which I think is a better line. So Cardiff at home on Sunday. Uh, Connie, what do you reckon the score will be? 3-1 leads. Win. Okay, so... Uh, 1-0 leads win. Win. I have a 2-0 win. Uh, I forgot to message Alex, so we'll find out later. <laughs> Uh, I will I'll probably mention it on Twitter. Or if I forget, I'll just tell you after. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that will do us for episode 224 at Mike White's podcast. Um, so you can pretty much guarantee Leeds will sign Sam Byron at 8 o'clock because it's 5 to now. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't believe there's anything else to add. Are we all good? Yep. Oh, Alex is still in the comments. 2-1 to Leeds. <laughs> no. I'll put that in the sheet. Well, then, yeah, that will do us. Um, as I will be getting, I will send Connie messages to get results of him for all of them. How many he's able to do, we will see as the season goes on. I will, uh, I will try, boys. <laughs> I will try my best. But you know, work and family and stuff gets in the way. So, of important plus, things like plus, talking about leads, plus, plus a wedding as well. Once that's out of the way, we're all good. Yeah, but. Well, I suppose planning it gets in your way a lot. The day itself will get in all of our way. <laughs> yeah, there is that, yeah. <laughs> so, like yeah. Said, uh, you know, it's not inconvenience any at fixtures, you know. It's... I, I believe can... I kept from away that weekend. <laughs> I was going to say, weddings can be weddings can be planned any day. You know, football's here for life. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, that's the end of that, and we'll be back probably before the Shrewsbury game on Wednesday, which also... Um, I need to go buy tickets for because I enrolled in the Auto Cup scheme and it hasn't worked. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason that I have no idea about. So that'll do us. I've been Jack. See you. I'm in KC. Have a good one. I've been Connor. See you all soon. In a bit, everyone.